Yeah. Yeah. Let me drop exclusive game from my exclusive mind. You be out here chasing fame. I stay steady on my grind. Zero diamonds, zero diamonds. Thank you for tapping into the Exclusive Minds podcast. Today we're going to be having an exclusive conversation with exclusive content from exclusive minds. I'm your host, Rook. And Joe. Let's get right into it. Video audio going. Yo, yo, yo. We are back for episode 48. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Go Birds. Yeah. Yeah, so big win yesterday over the Giants. Holy mackerel, kicked their ass. I think everybody yeah. thought they were going to win big, but holy mackerel, that was yeah. just a well, that first half was ugly. They were blowing smoke up the Giants' ass because they were the hottest team going into the playoffs. They're like, oh yeah, the Giants. But then we beat the Giants, and they're like, oh, you guys just beat the Giants. That was an easy win. I oh, know. Yeah, it's like <laughs> can't you can, have it both yeah, ways. Can't have pick, it both pick ways. Pick one or the other. So, um, how have you been? Long Good. time since we did the podcast officially in this room. I feel like we did it. Um, at the spooky mansion. That was uh Yeah, I mean it's two been, weeks ago. It feels like it's been a month and I guess it has since we've like kind of done our last sit down yeah. podcast. Um so I, I, let's I guess recap on that haunted house thing. Um and the then first we'll, one. Yeah, we'll Wait, talk you about your me? we'll talk about your second trip, right? But so uh <clears throat> man, that video you know, it's really funny. I uh that's the first time I'd really tried to like kind of edit video. Yeah. How was that? Other than, you know, we're doing the podcast here and yeah. we just basically straight record and that just, you know, that's no big deal. But video is a whole different beast. Oh, man. my God. It's a so, beast. I mean, unfortunately, I was way behind on getting that podcast out. Yeah. Right. It took me over a week because I was traveling and I started to and I was like, holy shit, man, this this is time. This would be seriously yeah. time consuming if, I were, time if I were to do it right. You know? Yeah. Um. So I, I basically just took, you know, raw clips and just kind of cobbled them together. And it was pretty crappy. But yeah. In the end, I don't know. It probably doesn't make a big, big difference because uh, we didn't see anything, which kind of sucked, which is not surprising. Ignore me, uh, what I'm doing over here. I'm, I apologize. I'm just trying to get some footage for uh, TikTok. But so uh, I was telling you because we were just talking <laughs> yeah. about it because I, I know you went to a second one this weekend, yeah. and we'll talk about that in a second. But what what I think was the funniest thing for me was watching how um people started off with such enthusiasm and such high expectations yep. and then over the course of like three or four hours man it just crashed in on them and yep. it, you know you, you see it in sports all the time right where your team loses and you just take it to heart and you, yeah, you know yeah. you fall apart in your head a little bit but when, you know, outside of sports, you don't see it too often like you, like we did. And it yeah. was just so funny because yeah, Mario and Michael were like Mario Sr. He, they were so into it. Yeah. Like, when they got there, they were so into it. And by the end, they were like fried and done. So I think the funniest thing and getting to see that was not, not, I guess, funny, but weird, I guess, was when we first got there, we got a tour by two of the tour guides. And... You know, they're telling us the history and everything like that. And then we get into some of the rooms and like, oh, I had an experience here. I didn't have an experience here. And we get into one in particular room where the gentleman's talking and he's like, this room's actually kind of laid back. There's actually nothing that really happened in here. And then the girl quickly chimes in and she was like, oh, wait, I thought you said you had an experience with like a child in here and you've seen a child. Right. And he's like, oh, right. He's like, yeah, I did see. I, and, then, yeah. and then in that moment, you're like. If I seen something that traumatic, where yeah, I've you seen, would never forget. Yeah, it. you would see a a, uh, a child. You know that you you wouldn't forget that. So that was just kind of like a red flag. Um, but yeah, it, it started off with such high expectations. Even uh, their friend, um, who was a Diane, she she wanted like I don't know. She was like the first one that wanted to get out. She was like, I'm I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to have any more parts of it. So yeah, and I, so and then uh, I, I guess uh, there was a second 
ghost hunt thing that you went to this weekend. I missed it because yep. I had uh, other plans, but sure. thank God I missed it because apparently it didn't go very well. Um, yeah, so I guess I could talk a little bit about that. So we went on a second one. This one was in Maniunk, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Right, right that outside area. of Philly. Yeah. Um, and it's like right on. So we were eating at this place, which is on the main strip in Maniunk. And we get in the car, drive two minutes down the road, which is still on the main strip. And it's right there. And I was like, usually these the, the first place was kind of secluded. It's down a driveway. You go up. It's like a whole ambiance. This one had like LED lights outside of it going on. And it just looked more modernized. Um, we went through the whole thing. And it just didn't really seem to like Tracy couldn't like feel anything or have any like of those like suspicions or anything. And he, he kind of left a lot of the things he said. He kept saying like, I'll leave that to you to kind of figure out, or I'll leave that to you for your own imagination or whatever. And then by the end of the tour or by the end of the night, it was like 11 o'clock. We called it like shortly after or during the Eagles game. We we're just like, all right, we, we might as well just chalk it here. Um, he, he, we were like, uh, Tracy went over to him and was talking to him because she knows how to like talk to these people. <clears throat> and she was like, yeah, uh, she's like, I'm not getting no bad vibes in here. She's like, you know, I wasn't threatened, nothing, nothing. And he was like, oh yeah, we had a median come in here and he said the same thing. There was nothing bad that happened. So it's like, we just kind of like, why didn't you tell us that from the start? You yeah. know, we could you could have saved some serious time, but if you just said that from the start, um, yeah, and it, it's it's hard for I guess like me, you, like Taylor, I, I guess Kevin's kind of fa falls a little bit more towards on their side now at this point. It's like where it's like we're just like we need to see concrete evidence to believe in something. Where it's like they're like looking and actively seeking for it. It's like you know you could kind of just tell that there's not a lot going on, right? Yeah. So that's just kind of the yeah. Story. It, it was funny because I mean there were every little thing was like you know a reason to believe. Like I know Mario was up up in the attic banging on the wall, and uh, I mean I I don't know if it was me or Noah, but someone was banging on the wall downstairs, kind of thing, oh, you know. Man. Or yeah. there there was always some cause and effect, and it was like oh yeah, someone moved the tennis ball, only to find out thirty seconds later, like oh I kicked yeah. the tennis ball because I you know. <laughs> like, yeah, the first one was definitely a lot more fun because it had more it was, people. That was a legit. You, you kind of had the feeling that it was sort of this dilapidated old kind of yeah. house, and you could kind of you could. You can sit there and buy into it. Oh, it's haunted, right? Yeah. It sounds like this place was nothing of the sort. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. I, and I do like going on these like trips because it's like you get to meet new people, see new things, do all that. But at the same time, it's like you could. I could tell when someone's trying to bullshit you. Yeah. And this guy was clearly like, I, I don't know. What was he, the end game though? So it, it, is it like? Uh, so he didn't want any money. He didn't want anything of that sort. I think he just genuinely wanted people to like kind of go there, maybe for like a promotion, because he just did uh, his first Halloween season, they call it, for running through it. And he was just like, yeah, like don't show any of the props, don't show any of that stuff to like the audience. But he's like, we're glad to have you guys here. Maybe you know, if you guys find anything, let us know. And that's kind. Of, maybe uh, it was like a so they're promo searching. Run. It's almost like they're searching. They're for searching it for it themselves. You one know? of these, uh, one of these haunted show TV shows to take take interest take, in yeah, yeah. and we just kind of yeah exactly i think that's kind of how it went uh -huh. um but yeah it's interesting though because a lot of the surrounding area when we were talking to some of the people they all heard the the mystery of oh when there was a flood in 2021 that there was bodies that popped up around this mill the mob used to go through this mill and all this different stuff and then the guy when we asked him about it he was like uh we don't he's like we prefer not to tell the public what's fabricated what's not fabricated and, and all that stuff so basically admitting that almost all of it's fabricated <laughs> like majority right yeah. um i know that's crazy so you know it's like but it seemed to get around the, the town though like the town seems to believe like this is what happened then we go to the guy that actually has the mill maybe he's covering his ass maybe not but he was just kind of on the other end of that spectrum yeah nuts 
Yeah, so that's kind of how that went. Um, I know that we were talking a little bit um, about this this logo, and I, I kind of want to kickstart it off with that, if that's okay with you, with the uh, the whole Peloton smiley face. Is that, is that a good yeah, starting point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for those that don't know what we're talking about, normally I would probably just sit, sit there and say we should be quiet about it, but since we're obviously such a small little peon shop, I don't think really anybody cares. But So the interesting thing is if you look at this podcast's um, the sticker, right? We have the, the, the smiley face, the green smiley face with uh, Exclusive Minds Podcast. We've been using that for some stickers and promotional materials. Um, and sure enough, uh, Peloton, the company who makes the, the sports or the uh, fitness equipment, right? Well, there's a Peloton bike right here, right? Yeah. They, uh, they, they had this thing saying coming on January 24th is this new campaign and in it is the smiley face that we use in yellow with something about bring your own energy or something, something like, like that. that yeah. But it is an exact copy of it. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, we were doing this. So then we're oh, like trying to. A few years just, back. Yeah. yeah. We did it like back in like 20. With, yeah, 2020. It's years, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. it was pre COVID. So we're yeah. trying to figure out. Like we're in our heads going, wait a second, did we did we borrow that that image from somebody and, and kind of repurpose it and retool it? I mean, where did that come from? Because if it was original, I'm like, whoa, that's not cool, right? We got file now, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming it's like, that it's it's not, you know, we, we must have gotten it from someplace. Um Yeah. I, I went on the internet and looked. Like I was doing like um you know, just a Google search on smiley faces and stuff like that. And the closest thing I could find was I guess there was the smiley face murderer or something who supposedly killed people and then left a smiley face in the dirt that sort of has the kind of look and I don't know if it spun out of that, but yeah. yeah, it was this weird thing, and I'm like, whoa. And it was just such a coincidence, though. Yeah, I mean, I think, so with a lot of uh, me and Alan's, like, older designs, it's just, like, you, so there's, like, places where you can get, like, non-copyrighted images and non-copyrighted fonts and these type of sort of things. And I think when he was making that one, it was, like, a non-copyrighted image that you could use, but also at the same time, I think he implemented, like, the eyes might have been circular, if I remember and he got the lines because if you look, the lines are like, I don't know if you have any of the stickers up here. Oh, uh, yeah. They're the, in the, drawer, the lines but... are like, you see the smiley face up there. Like the eyes are more liney than they are circular. You yep. know what I mean? So like those type of things he could have added in it. You kind of just like, uh, like remix it in a sort of way. But yeah, I saw that the one that you sent me, the yellow one from Peloton. It looked like a one to one copy though. It was, it was kind of nuts. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think the eyes were sort of the long, I mean, it was just, yeah. I was just like, Oh my God, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And man. I was going to post on Peloton site, but then I was like, oh, do I really want to do that? Because then I don't, you know, we'll get the cease and desist letter because they're paying for it and we didn't or some yeah. bullshit like that. So I was like, ah, forget it. It's not a big deal. But it, it was kind of cool just to see that the uh, the image was being used by a very large company versus yeah. us little peons. And it's it's one of those things where it's like you can't necessarily hate hate anyone for using it or not hate on it it's like everyone uses it you know yeah. so it's like you know it's just one of those things where it's like we were able to make some shirts with that and stickers with it make our buck and you know if there's if it's a problem coming forward you know i'm sure we could change that but it's just like 
one of those things it's like yeah where does that line the, the internet's really just the wild wild west yeah it was crazy so i mean i was just kind of i, I was yeah. laughing i was like oh my god I, <laughs> yeah that's, i that couldn't it. share it fast enough <laughs> we got to get the peloton uh exm collab how cool would that be yeah no kidding so i'm really curious to see what they do with it because i mean yeah. it, it, it didn't really tell you much i'm assuming it's clothing related or something related sure. um yeah so yeah it'll be in, it'll be interesting to see if they they do something similar with how they actually use it um because it was all over that promotion yeah i mean uh, real quick uh, without going deep into peloton right but like is it just more th like people are telling me you could do more than just bike riding on a peloton i thought this was this like well this so was I mean, it. there's peloton, like boxing right well so peloton has three pieces of hardware they have the bike they have a treadmill and they have the rower now the rower rower you know rowing oh, machine okay, okay so they have three pieces of hardware they have the the online um basically gym sort of thing that does those three things, they have classes, all kinds of different classes. Um, yeah. And then they also, they do um, they do boxing. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you do the boxing on here? Um, you basically, well, I mean, you, the screen moves and you can just basically, you know, you, oh, it's like shadow boxing. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, okay. That's cool. I mean, I, I, I tried it once. I mean, I'm not yeah. a, you know, I didn't do the boxing thing too much, but it's, they can do yoga, you can do meditation. There's... Yeah. There's a tons of things. Someone was telling me about it, and I was like, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure Peloton's just bikes, dude. No, like, no. And they were like, yeah, you could do boxing. I was no, like, no, I mean, shake it out. If you, you know, if you just buy it for the bike, yep. it's gonna be, it's tough to get your money's worth out of it. But if you do all the other stuff, it's good money. Yeah, it's not, it's hard. You know, it's not a bad deal. Um, real quick on the topic of boxing, and I'm kind of just kind of going off the top here. No real, no real um data to back it up here. But uh, I know KSI had his fight over the past weekend. And apparently it didn't do too hot. I don't know if it's I on didn't the even decline. Know he had one. Exactly, it's on the kind of like the decline. I don't know um, what the deal is. I know that uh, there was talks about uh, you know who was it the guy uh, Tommy Fury getting back into it, maybe well, fighting him or I, KSI I, or something. Did I just read that he signed uh, him and and uh, Jake Paul are are going to fight now again? Oh uh, jeez, well it's I don't back know. on. And I thought he was supposed to fight KSI. I so, thought I saw that it's back on for February. Uh, sure, now, end okay. of February. Well. I don't know because now I was just about to say K, uh, Jake Paul, he got this whole new thing with the UFC or this uh, secondary UFC company that he's like co-invested in or whatever. But he's the talent guy. So he's getting back into the MMA space. So he's going to be doing boxing and I guess MMA now. And I wonder how it's going to affect his uh, his career, uh, I, you know, because I mean, every time I see I can't a, keep the two of them straight. So the one that has the podcast is Logan, Logan. Paul. Yep. And he was in a bit of a trash the past couple of weeks, months. It's kind of old news, but he was doing like the whole uh, NFT thing like a year ago, and he completely yeah, like abandoned it. I, I heard it. that too, yep. and I I was trying to follow along with that, which sounded kind of cr crazy. I mean, yeah. it didn't sound like he did it intentionally. Yeah, um, and then you got Jake, who's more into like the boxing. boxing. Yeah. Okay, so I got it right. Okay, yep. so Jake and Logan, and so Jake is the one that's doing the MMA thing. Jake <laughs> is doing the MMA thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, so I, I it'll be sworn... interesting to see how that he because he's going to be doing both. I would imagine uh, he started both of them. The both of the brothers started as wrestlers and then they transitioned into boxers. Um, but they were apparently really good uh, wrestlers. I think they went D one or something like that for wrestling. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of compete. I know Logan, which is the podcaster, he wrestled with uh, what's the guy's name, Paul Acosta or. Paul Costa or something like that, UFC guy. But apparently he was hanging with him and who he, he was like a, a champion or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see how how that kind of that whole thing plays out. And um, I I saw he was even maybe in talks with um, 
Francis Naganyu, who recently just left the just UFC. Just left the UFC, yeah. So That's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, who knows how that'll work. Well, and... he wants to fight uh, Fury, uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. That's uh, the, what kind yeah. of fight would that be? Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, but then uh, on the UFC side of things, John Jones just re-signed with the UFC for like a, a nine-fight deal or four-fight deal or something. So Yeah, I mean, they're tossing him right into the uh, heavyweight equation, right? So it's yeah. him and uh, I forget who he's fighting. But, well, he's um, earned it. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's he's not uh, a, a bum by any regards. Like, he's he's a really skilled fighter. So, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I And like I said, that I didn't really have no direction with it. But speaking of boxing, I thought I'd bring that up because I saw it and it's like, these boxers, or even the 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 YouTube boxing whole scene, they need to do like a better PR thing. Like they have to figure that out. Like give it more like detailed. Like, hey, this is what's gonna happen here. What's gonna happen here? Because as like a person that's not like emerged into it, you're not. You're like, what the hell's going on? It's just everything's up in the air, and you just kind of have to figure it out. Like, yeah, it's kind of become a mon- money grab, and yeah, people are it's qu- fast quickly and furious, really... and it's like, ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Another thing that uh, caught my eye over the past couple weeks is uh, our girl Carol Baskin. Her husband was found alive, uh, which was the buzz all over the wait, internet. Wait, 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 wait. He he, I, he was actually found. Or well, so listen, the right? FBI said he's still alive but, or something. But that would be news to the local authorities, who then the authorities told TMZ that they haven't heard from the feds who still consider Don Lewis missing. So yeah, yeah. it's just like a random rumor that kind of sparked up out of nowhere. And uh, well, that was out there. Kind of like took, took he some went, legs. He just he basically just uh, faked his own death and went to Costa Rica or some shit. Yeah, but then why did it start back up again? Did anyone get to the bottom of why that sparked? I, I up? I don't know if it. I, I think what happened was um, she or somebody got a hold of paperwork from the government that wasn't previously available that basically confirmed that he was living that he that they they suspect he was still alive or you know whatever That's he, so they weird. have documentation that he entered i don't know what it is but he entered costa rica or something like that so huh. yeah basically and she basically is like whatever who cares you yeah. know <laughs> i know i saw a, a couple of tweets from uh joe exotic like tweeting while he was uh, i don't know whoever's running his account like saying like see i told you or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah when they were found out or whatever um but well, yeah, i mean she never she's stuff. you know i mean she's been very open about it and i think what she ended up doing is she just uh like she just sent sent all the press people to her website where it's i mean she's got it like documented out what, yeah. what her opinion is and all of this so whatever you know yeah sure i mean it, it was just one of those things i seen and i was like ah someone a little close to the exm podcast that uh popped up in the news it's funny though because you're like yeah uh faking your own death and disappearing right you hear, you hear stories about it but it's like come on yeah, that doesn't happen exactly and um, it sounds like that may have actually happened you may have actually just uh packed hear, up and left people people always say that they're like yeah, i'm gonna fake my own death but until you actually do it that's kind of a hardcore stuff can't talk to anybody um yeah so i'm reading here so jake paul and tommy fury agree to fight on february 25th i guess it's gonna I think it's going to happen in Saudi Arabia because he can't obviously travel here. Um, is that still a why, yes? Just because like the mob tie connection, or why? What what is that? Yeah, he was uh, so the Furies are somehow friends with the some some Irish gangster or whatever. So I guess by association, they're just not allowed in in the United States. Yeah, oh. I you know. There must obviously be a little bit more to it to kind of keep them out other than just, hey, I know the guy, or yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, apparently it hasn't kept Tyson Fury out of the country because he's obviously fought a couple times, I think, here. Um, but everything they've been doing is overseas now. And I guess whatever it is, but that that was the reason why that, that fight the last time got blown up. Yeah, I don't know, man. I 
like I said, I really like boxing has just became such a like backseat sport at this point that I just I I wish that it was back in its heyday, but you don't have any of those power hitters to bring a crowd unless it's Tommy Fury, Canelo, like even Floyd Mayweather, he's just like fighting a bunch of YouTubers nowadays, like yeah, you have to get see if they have like a little bit bigger of a draw, you know. Well, I mean, the only reason this fight's happening now, if you ask me, is because he just signed that 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 MMA you know deal, right? Because yeah. it's now at the point where if he loses this boxing fight, you know, um, it doesn't, you know, who, who cares? He'll just go do the the mixed martial arts thing and kind of develop and build that. Um, well, so I don't think yeah. he cares as much. His career is built off of that hype, and I always yeah. ask Mikey that. I'm like, well, what happens if he loses? What happens if he loses? And it's like. You know, he hasn't lost, but if he did, is that is that the end of the line? Because you never know. Um, I I saw something about investing, but it's kind of just like a quick topic. I didn't really want to. Keep well, I should let me. Uh, I should clear the coming. air too, because I think the last time we had a real podcast, I was talking about how Avatar Two is not doing well. Well, obviously, I was very wrong about that. Oh, really? What they do? <laughs> well, supposedly it won over two billion dollars in sales, and it's like the number two or number th- no, I don't know number sure. three movie of all time or something like that. I haven't seen it. So. I haven't either. Um, but apparently, quite a few people have. I'm assuming it's you know it, it's funny. I. I'm guessing these mega movies are going to be mega movies because when they go into the theaters, it's literally the only movie to go see, right? I mean, yeah. there are no other movies. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I I never under because that that seemed to be the theme with uh, like uh, Top, Gun. Top Gun. Yes, it was the only the movie only in movie the, out that yeah. was like worth worth going to see. Oh, excuse me. And now you have uh, I've seen the Scream trailer. That's the one that I want to go see. I mean, Scream, Scream Six. Come on, no, dude, it looked For good. Fuck's sake, dude, go check out the trailer, man. It looks really good. It looks looks uh, like they're in New York. Oh my god, it looks so good. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I wanted to, it's, like, I, it's like Halloween 47. I mean, nah, come the, on. It's just I, stupid. I think they... I Friday think, the 13th, part 17. Mark my words, I think this in one's going to be good. space with aliens and okay. Predator. Come so, on. Yo, they redid the Predator movie on Hulu. <laughs> that was good. Prey on Hulu. It was really good. Is that the one with the Indians and yeah. shit? Yeah. Oh, that please. was fire, man. That was fire. Um, I wanted burn. to mention <sighs> that uh, in the uh, esports side of things, because there's a major going on this weekend... Uh, guess what? Some top content creators are pushing gaming to new heights, and their games are now outside of gaming. Or their, uh, sorry, their earnings are non-endemic partnerships far outside of gaming. With uh, Phase Swag, that's his name, on the on the Phase Clan, who's now partnered with Porsche. He's a Porsche affiliate or sponsor or whatever, and. Yeah, I think this is huge for the gaming so, side of things. He's a Call of Duty creator. Who here's got the deal, right? I don't, I don't get it. Like, so here, here's what I don't get, right? I mean, obviously these guys are super popular, hugely popular. But you can't tell me that that guy's market that he's catering to and talking to can go out and buy a Porsche. I agree. I think it's one of those things where it's... He's talking to my freaking 17-year-old son who spends yeah. 24 hours a day in his room, right? He's not out earning money to go out and buy a $150,000 911. I mean, so, it's just not happening. So, so I think that's what's what... What's the connection? I and, I and I was thinking about this myself, and I'm like, well, what, what does that partnership really mean? I think it's planting the seed for when Noah gets a job and goes out and all that eventually comes along. He'll be like, yeah. holy shit. Like, I mean, this that's is, some serious forward thinking. You the know, this is, is the gusto of cars. This I mean, is the, the way marketing works and the way corporate America works is what is what have you done for me today? It's not what yeah. have you done for me five years from now. Um, uh, yeah, and I wonder what that partnership truly brings to the table outside of like, are they, is he, is he partnered with them to cater to 
that group of people specifically, like the FaZe Clan who can afford those cars specifically. Like, hey, you know, this is our car. This is our go-to partnership. If we're going to be buying a luxury car, this is our car that we're going to go with, right? Yeah. So is that... And it, it makes me wonder if they track um, licensing as well, because if you think about it, right, I could you could say the same thing about... Um, all of the social media players that are doing Lamborghini and Ferrari and, you know, um, it's the same deal. Like it's, it's like the audience for that is, is not typically people who I think can actually afford a Ferrari or a Bugatti or something like that. But at the same time, I guess they do create this awareness and I'm sure they sell a lot of, you know, shirts and swag and, uh, merchandise around it um, for the people who can't afford, obviously, to buy a Ferrari. Yeah, but. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's very interesting, and I feel like, you know, I I don't know too much about like the the behind the scenes of the cars and everything like that, but I do know this though, and it's the one random fact that I do know. Ferrari is one of the car companies in the luxury space where they they will like send, speaking of cease and desist, they will like send you a letter if you like customize their car sure if you do anything to their car whereas like lamborghini and everything like that you see guys with tricked out cars and everything so it's like maybe they're just like yeah yeah. maybe they're just trying to appeal to this gaming side of things because the gaming people are the first people to get on the crypto thing and the nft thing and might get that Uh, quick money and they were like what's up it just just seemed i don't know i mean it I'm sure there's thought behind it, and I'm sure they know what they're doing, right? I mean, obviously. Yeah. I just, for me on the surface, like just kind of as casual looking in, I'm like, yeah, that's a disconnect on the uh, audience that you're trying to market yeah. to. But like you said, maybe that's a, it's a long term play to kind of build the, the, the wish. Like, hey, uh, that, it's a wish car becomes a. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. maybe it's like a bigger play too, where it's like maybe they're, maybe, you know, it's one of those weird things where it's like, Maybe Porsche is almost looking for funding for something in like a weird, like a weird way. Like I don't know if they have like a. I don't think so. Like a sports, like a, yeah, what do you call that? I don't know. Like some, some weird like that. I'm, I'm trying to think of like maybe they want to have that phase logo on the front of their car for when they're doing so. Like I, you never know. I, I, I truly don't know the, the, the antics behind it. I don't know what both sides get besides like compensation. No, or whatever I mean it is. other than you know, I don't know. Maybe there's obviously licensing and money to be made and. Uh, the digital, you know, selling digital cars at some point or having oh, them yeah. included in, yeah. you know, the GTA, whatever the hell the next well, one is. Call but... of Duty just had the Hummer, uh, yeah, yeah. the EV in the game, which yeah. is, you know, that's kind of, that's groundbreaking. A lot of eyes going to that. Well, I will tell you, though, I think that we've seen a clear reason why um, all of these social media people are getting into creating merchant or not merchandise, but get uh, teaming up on products. Oh right! You saw uh, Flo Ra- Flo Rida um, oh, scored yeah. that eighty eighty two million dollar uh, deal with uh, Celsius, so do you which have is the, I guess a drink, sports drink. Do right? you have the scoop on that? Because I don't know. Like I seen he so, won it, but what was the whole backstory? Do you have I any guess, information? I, I guess he got involved with Celsius. Um, I, I think it's like a smart order, or you know, it's kind of a yeah, it's like a healthy alternative. Yeah, it's, it's some it's, sort of they a, promote it as like a it's like a healthier. Drink. I mean, I've seen it. I yeah. mean, I know it's in every freaking you know Seven Eleven or every every sure. uh, convenience store you can find. But so I guess apparently in 2014, when they were nobodies, he got involved with them in promotion. Okay, I don't know what that means. It could have been social media, it could have been videos, whatever it was. Right, or he was drinking it in his videos, something. Right. And I, I guess he, he did it for four years. Apparently, he had a, a run between 2014 and 2018 where he was very actively involved in it. And I guess they had a deal that he was supposed to get 1% of the company. 
And somewhere along the line, obviously, things went sideways or they tried to cut him out. And uh, so I guess it ended up in litigation. And then uh, he ended up getting that 1%. And that 1% now, today, is worth $82 million because it's like an $8 billion company or something like that. Yeah, it's huge. Like you said, every gas station, it's in Giant, Acme, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, so when you you look at the Pauls doing, uh, was it Prime Water and... I know the freaking uh, Mr. Beast. full send guys have, you know, some sort of stupid shit like supplements or something. But yeah. everybody's trying to do product marketing. And this is all spin out of aviation gin and who's the, the Casamigos and stuff like that on yeah. the alcohol side that, George you know, Clooney. overnight, you, 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 you know, put a, put a couple, you know, a couple million dollars into one of these things. And the next thing you know, you're a freaking billionaire. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where you like the pro like before when you would hear like you just all going off your example of like celebrity alcohol, you would think like, oh, it's cheap alcohol, but the marketing behind it's fantastic. It's like 2023, 2022, even you're starting to see good products but also have those good marketing tactics still behind it. Like think of like, uh, what was that uh, with Diddy? The um, the alcohol. I heard it was not that good. Ciroc. Oh yeah, that, I heard it wasn't yeah. the best alcohol. But that was the champagne. Know, or whatever, right? D- yeah, Diddy was behind it, so it was like a huge elaborate thing, and they still have it in stores to this day. But then you have like you said, Casamigos, where who my girlfriend? It's a tequila, right? Casamigos tequila. Yeah, yeah. I, she's not a tequila drinker, but she drank it because you know the, the name attached to it and everything. She's like. I don't even like tequila, but this is pretty damn good, you know? So it's like, um, it's one of those things where you're starting to see great products meets great marketing product, uh, attaching themselves to a creator well, or a content I mean, it or whoever does, it is and it meshing does, together. It also is a very clear reflection of the value of, um, influence. Who, yeah. I mean, it's huge, right? Because yeah. I mean, you, you know, very crowded space. It, it's the clothing. It's like it, it's you the know, clothing of drinks, right? right. Sure. I mean, yeah. if you don't have some sort of hook, it is, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're like trying to trying to roll a boulder up a uh, freaking Mount Everest, right? Because I mean, it's not hard to enter into that space. So if you don't have a hook or a grab or that social media influence to drive it, you're you're you yeah. have, you know, but there's obviously significant value in. That's why it's kind of funny. Like you watch how uh, uh, McGregor, you know, is uh, twelve. Yeah, I mean, he ended up getting a couple hundred million dollars for yeah. it, and I'm thinking, yeah, but as soon as he's out of the out of the picture, yeah, how is that going to do? You know, what the hell? I mean, same thing with Prime. How when KSI and uh, Logan eventually sell their company, is it going to still have that? Wow, this is Prime because apparently, like, I don't know if it's good or not. I've never tried it, and I wanted to get it for us, but I, every Walmart around here, they didn't even either carry it or sold out. Whatever yeah, I don't the case think is. I've ever seen it. Yeah, I never seen it either. Um, but apparently, it doesn't taste the best. So, and that's <laughs> that's the thing where it's like, yeah. uh, as soon as they're out and you have a drink that's not sub like up to par with this, you know, it's it brings those questions of like, what's going on, right? Like, what where does Prime go without the two co-founders? Where does whatever go and I have two quick part like segues off of that. I wanted to talk to you about um, who was it? Fuck. Oh, Kobe Bryant, and he had the body armor deal. Like, oh yeah, I yeah. Uh, you know he yeah, he uh, made. Uh, I mean, seriously, I think so, he he ended up turning like so. You know. He was an incredible. Like, this is the tweet exactly how incredible of an investor he was. So he initially invested six million dollars into body armor, which then turned into four hundred million, and then. He had a hundred million dollars that turned into two mil- billion dollars, but he had like ten exits in between those that that time period. So he's just someone that to look up to when it comes to like beyond basketball, like his investment side of things. Where it's like a lot of these guys, like you're now seeing like Usain Bolt, who got twelve 
million dollars stolen. stolen from them. It's yeah. like, you know, maybe having that that liquid cash is not the best thing for you. Maybe putting that somewhere and yeah, Shaquille O'Neal's another one yep. who's really good oh with that. Oh my god, like, he's everything, everywhere. Everything he's involved in, I yeah. think that he uh, he actually wants equity ownership in, so he becomes like a part owner of everything he sponsors and yeah, stuff like he's that. A, he was the new general guy. Like, yeah, yeah, go yeah. to the general. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's Shaq so, now, and he you know? turns, you know, he turns a big profit for whoever he gets involved with. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, that was that was kind of funny. But that's, I mean, so you see all of these tie-ins to products and stuff like that, and this is clearly the reason, right? Because these guys are making good money doing social media, but they're not making stupid money that you can get if you score big with one of these, you know, consumer products that sure. you can turn into a, a, a monster, uh, a monster win selling the Pepsi or whoever the hell it is. Right. right? No, I mean, absolutely. Uh, and, and do you remember a couple months back we were talking about the girl who did the pink sauce? Yes. Okay. So now we have a little update. Apparently, she is now in Walmart's with her a newly upgraded pink sauce but based off this picture you take a look at that and you guys are not going to be able to see it all the pink sauces are different colors still so i don't know how the hell that she's able to get the fda <laughs> holy shit that is too funny you're right so, so he's basically showing and i could probably if you send me the picture yeah. i can throw it in here but it's like uh think of hot sauce bottles Right, and if you go and buy Tabasco, right, Tabasco is red across, you across know, the, if, board. If the whole shelf is the exact same <laughs> yeah. color, right? Her pink sauces are different there colors. There's four or five of these pink sauce <laughs> bottles, and it's it's the, the three of the bottles are clearly and, very different colors. Like, uh, yeah, what's going on? And it's here? a girl on TikTok that started it, and she was under extreme fire because oh, man. she, you know, when the when the company first started, she was selling it and she was shipping it out with no ice, nothing, and then it, by the time it got to people, it would explode or, or you know, it was moldy, whatever the case is. But now she's in Walmart, so maybe that's another thing we have to test. I, I don't know if I want to put that in my body, but you know, <laughs> one of those things. Um, Pink sauce, yeah. Good lord. Going and this is this is Jesus the second parlay. I'm trying to trying to stay on top topic. With what I was saying was um, the influencers. There was a new thing by uh, TikTok that there was employees at TikTok by uh, ByteDance to have access to a secret back-end button that could make any video go viral immediately, pushing it to have more viewers. The practice, which is known to TikToks, has never been disclosed and is known as heating. Um, according to the sources and docs, TikToks, TikTok, geez, not TikTok, TikToks, employees have been heating to woos creators and celebrities to get onto their platform push important information to users but it has always been clear to employees what's that hasn't been uh, clear to employees what has been eligible for heating and what hasn't been eligible to heating um so they're artificially controlling so yeah they're they're oh. using this to uh ruse in you know like kim kardashian yo come use our app your videos will go viral push the button on her thing and then it goes to all these different people even if they're not in your niche and um, this just got recently explored, uh, exploited because you, you you were someone that told me about it too, where it's like you go into China and you open up TikTok, it's promoting. Totally different. Yeah. You know, you, the social, uh, or what do you call it, and, education, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So that I like actually hearing yeah. that, like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, like it's a conspiracy, but then you hear someone on the back end kind of leak that information. You're like. Well, that's kind of fucked up, you know what I mean? Well, dude, I mean, there's no conspiracy about any of this shit anymore. It's 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 proven and vetted. Anybody wants to argue is it, it, so you know that this shit is all manipulated dude, and controlled. Imagine everything like, that we view on social media is controlled. Yeah, man. period. And I I when I hear this though, I'm like, like now I'm like thinking like, what have I consumed in the past couple of days that I think is now heated content? Like, what's being 
soft serve to me because I can tell you one thing. The stuff that I'm looking at on TikTok does not have any correlation to Kim Kardashian, but she pops up on there like doing her makeup and stuff like that. I'm like, what the hell is this doing up on here? Unless oh, t- yeah. I get that all the time. You I'm know like, what I mean? Why the hell am I seeing this? And I, the problem is for me, I share my account with the wife, right? She doesn't okay, have her own. Enough. So she's looking at stupid shit like soap opera stuff, and I'm like... Why the hell is this popping up on my freaking feed, right? And I'm, I get it because, you know, there's there's more than one user in my case, but yeah. I get all kinds of weird shit. I mean, the scariest thing is when you're like, you know, with Amazon. I, we've had this conversation, right? And, and I'm, I'm having a conversation about needing something, whatever it is. I, I need some pink sauce. And the next thing I know, I'm getting it emails from up. Amazon yep. for hot sauces. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me with this shit? Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I, I just think but yeah, that So, I mean, look, I, there is not a social media platform on the on the planet that is not, you know, influencing you one way or the other. And, look, I, I honestly think that Rumble probably does, you know, similar things from a right-leaning perspective. So, it's, you know, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not naive enough to think that there's a universal, you know, uh, it's not going on universally across yeah, the board and, but. and it's kind of going off your topic like i noticed that i found myself like in a weird way like i know we we talk about elon a lot on the show and we you know obviously if you like him don't like him whatever it is i found myself going on twitter it's a lot more lately now you know just because what's that the hate on tw- the hate on him or yeah it's sort of you, yeah. you know he seems to be kind of out of sight out of mind right now yeah so. <laughs> exactly how that works yeah exactly but <laughs> i found myself going on twitter more just because i feel like you know, it's a great place so where... So I will confess that I uh, I wasn't... I mean, I had an account on Twitter, and I think I literally had like five, you know, five followers, and yeah. I wasn't even following anything, and I was never on Twitter. The second he took over, I was back on, and, yeah. you know, I'm like, I am actually on it a hell of a lot more than I ever was before. Yeah, and I think it's just like a great platform to kind of see this all sorts of information. Yeah. Sports, I see current news, and I see like all these like meme type things and everything on there, but... Yeah, I've been finding myself going on Twitter a little, a little bit more, and and I'm sure you, obviously you're gonna get uh, fed content on there as well. But it's not like there's not an agenda being pushed towards your uh, an account, at least in my opinion. I you know, and my well, my you, stuff's probably a lot. You'd different. like to think so. I mean, yeah. uh, I, who knows? I mean, well, at least that I can't see. Like, I'm not seeing any political stuff pop up on my timeline. I mean, at some point, he's got to be under pressure to monetize it again, or kind of go back to focusing on how to monetize it. And at the end of the day. As soon as monetizing it comes into it, right? That's you. You got to start influencing the the feeds and stuff like that because that's the hook. But yeah, I think that's uh, when the video stuff comes in. You know, if you ask me, I, I'm I'm you know Twitter. I'm I'm feeling a little bit better about. Um, but it, it, they all suck. Yeah, they, <laughs> they all suck. Like yeah. if you're living your life in social media, man, you're you're a freaking puppet. You're a marionette puppet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Like get a life, seriously. Um. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of puppets, no, I'm just kidding. Um, this is uh, talking about how Alec Baldwin was charged with involuntary involuntary manslaughter with the the Rust movie. Yeah, set he's shooting. screwed. He's totally screwed. So, do you think that's going to fall through? Like, how how do you see that playing out in your personal? He's going to plead out, and because if if he doesn't, and that goes to court, I think that. In Arizona, because it's a gun offense, even though it's involuntary, he's still looking at five years minimum. Actually. Yeah. Um, So my guess is what's going to happen is he's going to plea deal it, and he'll get community service and fined, and everybody will kind of just talk about it for two weeks on social media and the media, and then everybody will forget about it, and he'll go back to doing his thing, and you know who cares sort of deal. Obviously, the family of the woman who got killed cares, but... I, that's how it's going to play out. Okay. There's yeah. no way. There's no way he's going to court. 
I mean, I he'd be. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing he'd be an idiot to do it at this point. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not too sure. I, obviously, you know, the condolences go to the. I'll tell the you what, family. So you know, uh, maybe I, maybe I was reading it wrong. I, I don't. I wasn't really following it. But when they announced it, I just kind of looked at the the one article and it, and it was talking about how, um, not only did the gun have a live bullet. His ammo belt had a mixture of fake and real bullets. And Jason Eccles, who is the other guy who was a star in the movie, his uh, his prop stuff, I guess that he didn't use at the time, right? Because you know, whatever, they weren't shooting or whatever, had live rounds in it. So it was like... Is that a setup? Almost, I, I, I don't... I mean, it was either that or just massive negligence where someone took a box of real ammo and a bunch of... A box of dummy ammo and poured them on a table and kind of just... Do they look the same? I, I, yeah, of course. Yeah, they I mean, do. they do. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I've never played with dummy rounds. I've only played with real rounds, and I, dummy rounds supposedly have a different weight. Tech, or can, you know, they're yeah. lighter. Okay, um, but someone that doesn't know, like a prop guy who probably yeah, I don't, I don't is, know. Yeah, it's look. I mean, I I don't. I mean, I'm not a fan of of Alec Baldwin in any way, shape, or form. Right? I mean, you know, I, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy because he's a dick. But um, seriously, though, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm like, you know. You hear, I'm like, the rules with guns are you don't point it at somebody, but I'm like, it's a movie, right? So, you you know, at some point, it's supposed to be a professional atmosphere. I'm assuming that him as an actor has to assume that it's been vetted, and when they're handing him a dummy fake gun or, you know, fake bullets. Yeah, and, it's acting, right, at that point, I, yeah. You know, it really is it really his responsibility to, like, check yeah, that, each and every one of those that, bullets? I don't know. That man. is so I'm a like, tough scenario. I think what I heard through Taylor is, because I obviously don't keep up with it that much, um, is they were shooting prior and they were shooting with the, the real guns and then they were like in the desert, like you said, so they were just messing around. But then during the set, they were also like interchanging the guns like you yeah. mentioned, you know? So it's like, if if that's the case, right, I'm almost, my for myself, I'm going to double check everything just because like I know that we were just shooting, you know, you're in that mindset right. of like, all right, God forbid like something went wrong. Like I'm still like, you know, you, you, I feel you just gotta you gotta have some yeah, sort that's, of that's the context that most people don't have, right? Because I agree with you, right? If you're out shooting uh, with real ammo and then all of a sudden you're using that exact same gun in a in a, in a scene with fake ammo, you're yeah. you're gonna be double and triple checking yeah. as well as you should, yeah. right? Even if you're even in that, that you're even in that that habit though, because like even like when we were out that one day, like you were just like check it to clear it, and then you go back and walk over there. It's like. If you're in that habit and you're doing the same thing on the, the fake set, why don't you just do the same habit that you're supposed to be doing? You know, don't be, don't be like, don't turn a blind eye just because it's supposed to be that way. I, I don't know. I just feel like that. Yeah, it's a bad scene. I mean, at it the end of the rough. day, it's just, you know, it's all screwed up. And I, I guess he, you know, he was executive producer. So I, I guess he has liability even beyond the fact that he actually was the one who pulled the trigger because then it becomes negligence on set for, you know, mixing fake and real ammo and, He's, you know, he's the he's the executive producer on the movie. It's just, I don't know, it, it, it's a bad scene. But Rough he scenes. is absolutely, I mean, if he doesn't plead out, um, take a plea deal and just take some sort of punishment, he's, I don't think he's going to serve jail time. But if he takes it to court, yeah, that's kind of, that's rolling the dice, man. Yeah. He's got the money to do it, so I guess it's possible. But, uh, you yeah, uh, moving to a lighter-hearted topic, uh, kind of going off of this, and this is one of the uh, last ones that I got is coming from Eric, Eric, sorry, who is a content creator who has 10 million subscribers. 
Okay. Um, 10 million subscribers. Oh, my God. He's hosting the world's largest pizza party in the world, and he teamed up with uh, Pizza Hut to uh, throw this in a stadium, and you can check out this picture. I'll have to send you these pictures just so you can put them up on the screen. Holy shit. Yep, but he filled up the entire uh, the entire arena with a big pizza. So they're going to be hosting uh, any of his subscribers to come on down and eat a piece of pizza. How freaking dumb is that? How cool is that? I, I, I mean, is it cool? Is I mean, I, I, yeah, well, I mean, everybody's got this. I mean, everybody's the gimmicks are starting to get kind of like long in the, in the tooth, man. Because I mean, seriously. So he's got a picture and it's basically think of uh, whatever, uh, you know, it's, it's a soccer a big, field, big stadium and the field. entire field is a is a pizza. Yep. Right. And but um, anything that's but, a, get, hold on, real quick, anything that's a Guinness has to be either eaten, bought or can or given away. They can't if it's under the Guinness. um Regulation, so he it's not going to get wasted. Anymore. I'm assuming that's not happening in the U.S. Because no, how the is. hell is it really? Yeah. So how do, I wonder how that. Uh, I think it's in Los Angeles. That's got a. How the hell does that pass health code? <laughs> think about that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. that freaking thing. Is it an indoor stadium? Because if it's not, I mean, that shit's going to get bird crap on it. And yeah, who knows? Seagulls, man. and it's got to be in an indoor stadium. But, yeah, sure, sure. Uh See, I'm overthinking it now. now I'm, yeah. I'm actually like putting now you effort. Have, now I, you have to go into it. I literally yeah. just spent 30 <laughs> seconds of my life. I can't get back thinking about a fucking football pizza. field sized pizza and how it's jesus christ I, I want my time back hey man that's awesome give it back to me i want my life back yeah well that this uh, is what's wrong with social media right that's the shit that comes up in your feed well, you, end up, you spend 30, I, I would 30 rather, seconds of your life you're never gonna get I'd back rather when see i'm on my deathbed i'm gonna be like fuck i should have like i could have better used that 30 seconds man, uh than I wasting my you, time i'd rather about see pizza. the biggest pizza than fucking who's coming back to twitter oh the f-bombs are flying right now hey man what happened Jeez, let me take a step uh, back. We just we lost our PG rating on this episode. God damn it. Uh, um, yeah, so that happened. Um, Shout out to everybody who's getting laid off by big tech. You probably Google. deserved it, you sons of bitches. i seen a day in the life. So you know what they do? They go to work. They're going to work, and they're going to the cafeteria buying a, or getting a latte by the barista. You know what's really barista. scary about those videos? They're freaking true. Well, yeah. So you know, uh, it's not a meme. I'm, it's I'm, not a I'm joke. You, this that is what shit's I, this, true. This is what I seen. So she went to the, get a latte. Oh god. After the latte, she went with her friend to go get breakfast. On I'm assuming on Google's time or whoever it was. Uh, went to a meeting for the day. Uh, had lunch. Um, went to their rooftop bar area. Got a beer and then. Um, Went to, went to the isolation pod. The guys to the isolation pod. Well, you know, first they have to do their uh, research first, and then um, yeah. Oh so, God, you, you know that, that happened, you... and then uh, twelve thousand people got let let, uh, let go. So look, it's never cool when people lose their jobs, but oh my God, yeah. I, you know, reality. <laughs> know. At some point, reality is going to come back and kick you in the ass. I I I don't I I think uh, Elon Musk actually speaking of which he commented on that he was like. This video is fake because people that would ensue that people actually show up to work, assuming that <laughs> assuming that people all work remote. So he was oh like, "Oh my god, yeah, something crazy like that." You but know, yeah. I mean, seriously, the 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 telling story though is the fact that um, Twitter basically fired seventy five percent of their workforce, and uh, as far as I can tell, there's been no degradation in the service. If not, it's actually improved. It's kind of funny, man. It's like, like holy yeah. mackerel. Well, yeah, I, I've I've noticed that, and I don't know. I think it would be cool, like. It always is cool to say that you worked for one of those companies, but like, it's lost a little bit of its cash. I think I was gonna say I was gonna say it's probably. Well, I mean, it's a little in, inner circle, right? So if you're in San Francisco, right, you you know you you have to have that on your resume, or you know, it's a feather in your cap because it's all tech industry. But I think as soon as you get outside of the 
as soon as you get out of really the Bay Area, it's, it's probably just it's not as meaningful as it used to be. Mm, interesting stuff, man. Interessante. Well, yep, that, that was about it. Uh, as far as um, I was going to say something. Fuck, what was I going to say? Excuse me, that bomb again. Did you see the rumor? And again, it's just a rumor that uh, the reason that Bitcoin has kind of gone up 20% over the last uh, couple weeks is because, you know, that FAA airplane stop that happened where they shut down the entire airline industry for a day? Yeah. It was uh, hackers uh, compromising the FAA, and they paid a ransom in Bitcoin, and they were keeping it under the, under the rug. So the U.S. government was buying Bitcoin to pay the ransom. I loved it. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, it was a Tucker see, are Carlson gonna, thing or something. Are we going to see a bull run in uh, cryptocurrency? Well, I mean, it's so I'm looking and like uh, Bitcoin's at 22 grand, right? Which uh, I think the last time we did this podcast 16. in December was like 16 and some change. So that's a nice little chunk of change. I mean, it's still obviously if you bought in at 67,000 like I did, you're a long way from home. But uh, yeah. Well, now that we're talking about dollars, you actually just brought up a good point. Um since you're the political guy. What, you know, I'm starting to wonder if um, we should get into this uh, cryptocurrency exchange thing, set one up, take in a bunch of money, buy oh God, houses no, no, and Lamborghinis, no, 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 and no. It, it's probably worth serving the <laughs> serving the three or four years you probably oh, do in time, right? We should be I – mean, criminal criminality pays, man. So This freaking guy, this FTX guy, is living in his parents' four or $5 million house while he's under arrest. I mean, ah, come doesn't sound on, too bad, man. man. He could play some cod. Come on, man. Uh, the U.S. government has now reached thirty-one point four million dollars in tr or billion, trillion dollars in tr tr uh, let's trillion go. dollar debt let's, limit. Let's Sorry. go, Brandon. So uh, I think we put that in a parlay. Put the thirty-one <laughs> thirty-one trillion all on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, and we could actually yeah, pay some of that off. You don't that's think? True, we could. They got to bring me Kevin to the White House. To, I'll tell to you what, the government's decision. not too far away from that. that you know, the, the, the lottery. I guess uh, someone was bitching about the lottery being predatory, which it predatory. is. Predatory. Well, yeah, it, it preys on uh, it preys on the on the fun, You know, it preys on the poor. Who do you think buys most of the lottery tickets? Yeah, but I mean, it's common knowledge, though. I would imagine it doesn't matter. What common knowledge? What the hell's knowledge, dude? I'm. I mean, it's okay, you know. I mean, but seriously, I mean, that it's you know, it's I don't, it's age-old history that the majority of yeah, I mean, I'm not doubt, lottery ticket yes. playing is or lottery players are lower I would income. I would people who can't afford to do it. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I feel like the, it's gambling at the highest degree. Like, you have the lowest odds to get uh, hit the lottery, but people still do it, you know? Oh, man, what else was on our list? Because I'm sure there's more stuff I want to just completely complain about because I'm in one of those complaining moods because Manchester United lost and I'm friggin' fuming. So, um, um, what else was on the list? Flo Rota? Uh, so, uh, this is why you got to write shit down, God damn it. We talk about this all the I time. I know, I had stuff written down, uh, man. It's 15 uh, minutes in, so we're, we're pretty good on time. But no, I mean, what was just, the uh, Christian Aldo Ronaldo suey going to Saudi Arabia? Did that happen after? Uh, no, that was... We didn't talk about it because it was like it was in between us going ghost hunting. Well, it was $175 million a year. I mean, in his career... That's cruise, a major W. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, is it's, Is Christian Aldo Ronaldo the most famous person in, on the planet, would you say? If it's worth anything to anybody, as soon as he went to Saudi Arabia, I, uh, I unfollowed him on all social media accounts. So... I'm uh, well, holy I'm a, shit balls. Yeah, I did actually. I really did. Why? I don't know. I don't. Guess I don't really give a shit about him anymore. 
So you he just got Manchester what, United you got what you wanted so, out of him, and then he just passed well, to the side like old goods. Like what, what? What the hell, man? I don't know, man. If he had gone to the MLS, I would have been like maybe a little bit more behind him. I mean, Saudi Arabia. I mean, look, it's 175 million dollars, and at the end of the day, the almighty buck is all that matters. And you know the reality is uh, that's a serious chunk of change. I mean, it's you know. dude. The way that I'm looking at it is, I'm looking at this like yo, know, this guy Nick Foles took us to a Super Bowl. You know, I'm rocking with him till the end of time. So him getting hit by that Giants player the other week, I took that to heart, man. And I'm not going to throw him away like he's a piece of trash. Well, Nick Foles is a god. I mean, he's a hero. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Okay, I mean, all right. Well, I guess I guess that that doesn't transpire to Cristiano Ronaldo. Some would say he's a god. You know, so it did though. I mean, I I uh, I actively followed him when he went to Real Madrid the first time. I went. I followed him when he was at Juventus. So I mean, I I followed him. But then when he, you know, it was just, it's a money grab, and I I don't blame him. But at the same time, I I just don't care anymore. And part of it's also the Saudi league. I mean, who cares? It's like you know, it's literally like going off the face of the earth and just mm. cashing out. I, I don't know what to say. Is I mean, uh, is Messi going to uh, Florida? Mm, that's the rumor. I doubt it because I don't think the MLS can afford him. Because uh, PSG is probably paying him. I don't know what his annual salary is, but he's probably getting. He's got to be getting twenty something million dollars a year, I would think, if not more. Right? And I don't think the MLS can pay him that. Hmm. I'd be cool to see. I him mean, in the States, so it, soccer's really weird because there's. You know the way they the, the way they monetize players. I mean, uh, Messi, right? If he comes to Miami, they're going to sell a shit ton of shirts, which is how they basically recoup all the money. I mean, if they actually talked about Christian, so here I, I actually do kind of follow what's going oh, on, right? Geez. Just don't follow him on social media. But I mean, um, hmm. so I mean that was one of the things, right? As soon as he went there, like the entire freaking country bought one of his shirts. Yeah, so at hundred dollars a pop or they whatever they are, they're making their they're getting you know I don't know if they're going to make one hundred seventy five million dollars back, but um, obviously well, there's a lot of exposure to you know Saudi uh, the the whole Middle East now because of it. So it, it you know for what it's worth, I mean uh, I think Messi uh, Messi's the one that uh, never mind I'm having, Messi's in Call of Duty, but Ronaldo's not. So what the hell's Messi doing in Call of Duty? He's a character. You could buy him. Get the hell out! I swear to God. What does him, he do? I mean, him, Neymar. And does he kick grenades at people? I mean, what? The that's hell one is? of his finishing moves. <laughs> he, he doesn't kick grenades, but he like does some sort of soccer move and kicks him in the head or something like uh, that. All right, but the safe. He yeah, really no, kicks grenades. Oh my God! All right, but on. it's like twenty bucks though to buy him. Uh, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Him, Neymar, and some other guy. I forget. I'm not a soccer guy. You know, so it makes you wonder what his percentage of that is. If, oh, if, he, if he gets twenty, so, I mean, if they get twenty bucks, what what does he get? get well, yeah, I mean, and every time you see someone wearing the skin, they're like complete dog shit. So like, it's probably just casual soccer fans that just play the game on a casual basis. But yeah. Um, oh, I know. I wanted to talk about. Did, so did you see Steven Crowder? Uh, did you see the whole thing with Steven Crowder? I mean, you know, if you don't follow right wing, I guess. Uh, Podcast and stuff like that. You, is he the guy he that sits know, at campuses? So I guess Stephen Crowder. I don't listen to him, but it's really funny. Is like, that the, who it is though? He sits at campuses though, right? Uh, he, like he's like ask like I uh, change my mind. Look, I, I seriously, I mean, okay. I, believe it or not, I'm. A, I mean, obviously, I lean right, and I I listen to like Ben Shapiro and all these things. And the only reason I know is because he picked a fight with Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire. So, but I've never listened. To, I've never listened to Stephen Crowder. Right, okay. louder with Crowder. But apparently, he's the number one uh, right wing uh, podcaster. Right, Steven. has an audience that Stephen is or Ben. Stephen. Okay. He's actually. I guess he's bigger than than. Uh, ben Shapiro. Um, yeah. So he has like the number one right podcast, and I guess his he he's on the Blaze, uh, 
the Blaze is a company, and I guess his contract ran out, and so he was negotiating for, you know, he was out basically saying, hey, does anybody want to hire me? You know, doing a, a Joe Rogan. And I guess I guess um, the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's company, offered him $50 million over four years. Okay. And Wait, fit, uh, over, so 50 divided by four? Or well, 50? 12 and a half million a year okay. for four years. Yep. Um, and then I guess... Uh, extending it an additional two years for twenty million or twenty five million or some some you know, but I was like whoa those are some serious numbers like it, it makes well, you so, so they act, it's like he, holy shit I gotta I should really focus in on this podcasting did thing he, did he bite oh uh, well so I don't want to get into it but I mean it turned into a whole shit show because apparently he uh, he he like behind the scenes recorded um, the contract negotiations and made it public and. It turned into this huge shit show because I guess he was like, he was complaining that uh, because I guess the contract had read that if he got demonetized by YouTube or whoever, right, that they would cut his pay. And he fought back and said, if I, and look, and I, I could have the story wrong, but he fought back and said that um, that basically the Daily Wire and Ben Shapiro's company are all in bed with big tech. Because they're promoting like demonetization, and you know, I guess uh, the Daily Wire fought back and said, "Look, man, we're just basically saying that if you lose your revenue, guess what? We lose the revenue too. We have yeah. to share in this in this battle, right? We're not saying you lose everything, but if you take a hit, we take a hit. Let's do it together, and, you know." Yeah. And I'm like. Okay, that makes I'm sense curious. to me. Yeah, that's actually a curious. Uh, I yeah, I like but you said. What it did curious. is to me. I mean, for me, I could care less about the internal battle, right? It's just it, you know, it's one person saying one thing, it's another person saying the other thing. You could, you could probably see it either way. And I'm like, whatever. I kind of sided with the Daily Wire after listening to some of it, regardless, right? Yeah. Um, but what it what it did is it kind of exposed, you know. Um, where the money is kind of coming from and flowing with these uh, with these podcasters, and as it turns out, I, I guess a lot of this money is now shifted from um, advertising to these paid subscription, yeah. you know, models. Because I guess that's Crowder's big thing is he's got a huge pool of well, so, people who pay five dollars a month for you know his extra thirty minutes of bullshit. Yeah, um, I saw that. Uh, I forget what podcast it was, but uh, Ben Shapiro was talking about his thing. And yeah, apparently have, the Daily Wire he, they they have like a two hundred million dollar company or something like that. They with, do. I I mean I, based I guess off of the they, have a, they have a million paid subscriptions, and I think that paid subscription is anywhere between five like, and twenty. Five and like thirty or forty bucks, depending. Up I mean, that there's, high? Yeah, there's Christ. like, you know, you get into these ultra levels where you can meet people and per, you know, uh, whatever it is. But I mean, yeah, that's apparently where the money has kind of shifted. It's less on the advertising because because of the fact that I guess social media has demonetized a lot of stuff. That yeah, well, that's you the can't bank on that because it's. Well, I don't know. There I mean, was like a period of time during the early YouTube days back in like twenty, I want to say fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Where that was like the prime time that everyone, every content creator was getting insane Money. pay dollars and everything per click and everything. And they called it the adpocalypse where they started, you know, realizing that, hey, like, uh, like Geico doesn't want to put their video on like a, uh, you know, well, Steven Crowder video yep. or something where it's like, hey, you know, Geico doesn't want to support that or Coca-Cola doesn't want to support that. So they call it the adpocalypse. And that's where, you know, they start. Well, taking so, away. I mean, the other thing is, I mean, you can you can clearly see it like obviously Crowder and Shapiro and there's others. Right. They have these this paid subscription model. They, they definitely seem a little bit less fearful of getting banned or getting, you know, whatever shadow banned or all this yeah. other stuff. But then you look at like Logan Paul. 
terrified right? of it. Terrified of it, right? Well, I mean, with, with the money. whole yeah. So I mean, his money is all on, you know, views and clicks and advertising, and you can see. And he literally didn't want to step into the whole arena with uh, the Andrew Tate shit, and just you know. Oh, and he's in jail. Oh, that's, we can save that for the next one. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we talked about that too, or maybe we didn't. But we I mean, did, uh, yeah. it was it was funny because I mean, you you watch those guys and they're like petrified, and you can tell. Yeah. Instantly, oh yeah, they're getting. That's where they get their money is from big tech, and they can't afford to rock the boat at all. Yeah, I mean, real quick, I don't know what time we're at, but we're fifty. We're right on an hour. Okay, so real quick, I I don't know if you've been keeping up with Andrew Tate stuff, but we're kind of going back in time a little bit. When we first talked about Andrew Tate a couple months ago, it was with the assumption that we both didn't really know too much about this guy. He we just knew the kind of the surface level, like oh, he's a misogynist and everything like that. Yep. And then over time, the narrative is starting to change slowly if you have been keeping track of it, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's not so much about a guy who's a misogynist in any regard. It's just someone that's promoting if you're a masculine man, yeah. that's OK. Right. And and that's something where I feel like a lot of people are kind of drawing the ball short because, you know, you, you could debate like, oh, there was a video of him apparently slapping this girl or whatever but that was like part the girl came out and said like that was part of like their whatever they did in their own free time right like whatever but then uh now that he's doing this 30 to 60 day uh sentence or whatever it is or what i don't know what the the correct term would be for that um it's about sex trafficking and everyone's like sex there's no evidence for sex trafficking if you're gonna make these assumptions you know so i there i mean i don't think i you know they're guilty so proven innocent right so yeah but i mean so there are women who have come forward that said all this shit occurred it's it's a he he said she said sort of deal um and i look i i don't know all the it's a he said she said sure right yeah and i think because of him and in his you know sort of status in the world right he's taken it in the shorts because they're kind of giving the benefit of the doubt sure. to women now. So, but my that, big thing with, is, I, I, he, um, I, I still question where the hell he's getting all his money, man. That's, I mean, that's the thing that's always been so, kind of this big unknown. He know, talks a little bit about it. He but, talks about like the casinos and stuff, like how he right. owned a bunch of casinos with like mafia people, and he has a bunch of like paid uh, like websites that people can join their clubs and everything, kind of like how the Daily Wires ran, um, but. You know, when you have like a easy, like not an easy target, but the most hated person, of course, people are going to come speak out out of nowhere. Oh, he said, she said, that's where that's going to come from. So it's interesting to kind of see how that'll all unfold. I mean, you know, some of his messaging, you know, it does hold true, but then some of the messaging, you know, he kind of does take to that deep end of like men are, you know, women are property and all that. That's where the kind of like the deep end kind of thing goes. And you have to kind of be able to determine is he playing a character? What is he saying is actually well, true, so- right? You know? His greatest gift is the fact that he can get on a mic, and I have never seen a guy who can dance around the topic like that dude. <laughs> Honest to God. I well, mean, he got on Pierce Morgan a couple times, you know? And, but, I mean, it's unscripted, and yeah. there's no pauses. There's no, let me think about my answer. I mean, it is just seamless, and he is super, super good he's at good it. At ta- he's good at talking. He's a great talker. Oh, my God. Well, you know, yeah, that, that that's... So, I mean, I can see, you know, him, you know, he, I, I guess one of his things was, uh, you know, um, telemarketing and all, you know, just yeah. back in the day when it was sort of a thing, I'm like, man, I could just, this guy, yeah, he could tell a story. Sure, absolutely. Well, all right. I think that, that about wraps it up. Um, not bad for our uh, first one back. We got absolutely. an hour. We didn't even talk about the clothes, which is kind of... 
effed up. Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did. Well, me and Joe. Uh, no, no, well, real quick. We, me and Joe did. We did uh, link up. We did uh, do our annual Starbucks meeting. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think that we did talk about that. I guess didn't we? Uh, briefly, we kind of said we were saving it for the next time we sat down. When we were at the mansion, we kind of said we're like, oh, we'll do it in the next one. This is the next one. We didn't bring it up. Well, so our next podcast, let's spend some time to kind of catch that. everybody up on exclusive minds. And um, yeah. yeah, so we're getting happy closer Chinese to New Year. Fifty, yeah, happy New Chinese New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> getting Forgot. closer to fi- the big fifty. Hopefully, we can get a. A big guest. Next guest will have Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, come on the show. Andrew, Who? if you're listening, come. <laughs> well, he's behind bars, man. So. Uh, well, we'll we'll fly to where's he at? Prague, Ro- Romania, Czechoslovakia. Uh, sure. All right. Well, we're gonna have Andrew Tate on the next episode, <laughs> so make sure flying, to share this we're with somebody. Flying our our exclusive minds private jet. Um, so yeah, subscribe and see us driving around in Ferraris and shit like that. No, Porsches, man. We're getting sponsored <laughs> oh, by Porsches. Right. God damn it. Oh, yeah. All right, man. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you. Later. Peace out. Oof.